Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Chris Rosini as co-host. It must be Friday. Chris. <laughs> that is, Dr. Paul. Great to be with you. Okay, very good. Well, we have a little program talking about here to sort things out because, you know, we've been inundated with experts. There's so many. Everybody I met in Washington was an expert. At least they, he or she thought they were. I'm sure the Speaker of the House of Representatives believes she is an expert. And uh, and if and only the experts got, ex, uh, you know, uh, they got promoted to leadership position. I never qualified. I wasn't an expert enough. But expert in Washington is defined a lot different. Expert in Washington is the, that individual who can con, con, connive and mislead and get people's attention, get power, be able to intimidate, a lot of different characteristics of what they think an expert is all about. But the truth is, uh, Chris, I think what, uh, what we should be concerned about, and you and I are concerned about it, is uh, we do need experts. But we'd like to talk today a little bit about what type of experts and call out some of the individuals uh, who, who claim they're an expert. And I guess probably the easiest target, and maybe we overdo it, but he's uh, such a giant of an expert, fake <laughs> expert, that, and that's Dr. Fauci. I think, I think he just sort of lets us know, you know, what an expert could turn into. And uh, I'd like to think about some of the heroes in medicine they were very very unassuming people working working by themselves and most of the time in and private uh, medic and medicine and all and and they 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 were more humble people and uh, i would say be suspicious when people are arrogant and making a lot of money and are beholding to some corporations be suspicious of those experts they may not be uh, the expert they claim to be Chris, I imagine you've given this a little bit of thought. Yeah, yes, Dr. Paul, and it doesn't matter if we're talking about the Fed chairman or, as you mentioned, Fauci, uh, but it's so much bigger than even them. You have the Department of Education and the Food Pyramid and every aspect of our life. You have these so-called experts that are going to handle the economy and our health and education and food, and there's something very wrong with that. And like you said, Dr. Paul, there's nothing wrong with legitimate meritocracy experts. But when they're tied to government, you know, the red flags have to go up right away because government is violent force. That is what government is. I mean, so many of our presidents have said that. It's, it's you know, it's not Mother Teresa. It's force. And uh, when you mix force with any human being, you're going to get some trouble. And, you know, we have the media cheerleads this constantly. Uh, they drill this into everyone's head. Experts say, experts say, that's all they have to do. They don't have to name names or who these people are. They just say experts. And, you know, like a Pavlovian dog, you're just supposed to take it as uh, gospel. Uh, but it's not even the experts themselves who are maybe even necessarily the biggest problem. Uh, because it's not just Fauci. Fauci's one man. How much can he possibly do? He went on TV and, you know, contradicted himself all the time. But think of all the people behind him, the corporations, the so-called globalists, the philanthropists. You know, they just steamrolled through society using Fauci as their, you know, the person that they put in front of us. And they just steamrolled everyone. 
you know, especially with this COVID. So this is not freedom. This is not the American way. Uh, you know, this is not the way it should be, and it really needs to change. Well, the um, experts uh, accumulate in Washington and want to run the country. The larger the government, the more experts you have. Of course, the government got large because we had previous experts, and uh, they've created problems, so you need more experts you know, to uh, solve the problems of the previous managers. But uh, you know, the government now is in charge of uh, the welfare system, taking care of people from cradle to grave, and we're also very much involved in an empire, and that, that takes a lot, of, a lot of experts. And take a look now at the combination of authority from the military-industrial complex, how they really influence legislation what's going on in Washington and what about the collusion of uh, the military industrial complex and uh, the media every station has a military expert and uh, they some of them may well have had uh, some military uh, technical expertise but that's not what they're on tele uh, on television about because you don't really need that if you're in a real war and you have to do it you don't get your generals to go up there and pretend to you're the expert and this is what we're going to do tomorrow we're going to invade here and do this sort of thing uh, but but they they will uh, there there will be there the, the experts are there and they continuously uh, do this. But the one thing is, if it comes to the welfare state and the general economy or the military operations, the empire, no matter how well motivated they are, and say, yeah, it's a big job, but we're motivated to bring about peace and prosperity. That's a different story. But the whole thing is. Uh, that type of expertise leads to trouble, it leads to bankruptcy, and it leads to the destruction of liberty. And you know, COVID and what we've gone through these past years is such a good example of, of what, have ha what happened with all the experts. And uh, you can divide them up. It's amazing that uh, the experts, the so-called experts, actually cancel out the people that I'm talking about that we should be looking up to, the private individual, the very few that are still in academic medicine, they speak out and you can identify them, but they lose, they can lose their jobs and they get harassed and punished uh, for just even asking for a, uh, <coughs> a discussion. But one reason why this doesn't work is, especially if it comes to making the economic conditions better, whether it's medical care or whatever, a group of people, an individual, an individual expert, can't know what is best for somebody else. Uh, the real expertise has to be within the individual in a free society. The individual has to make the decision of what he or she does with their life, how they spend their money, who they associate with, what they think about education. But when you get the experts, and there are many, because uh, you already mentioned education, just think of all the expertise in our universities, and the universities are nothing there but to fake everybody out on their experts. Because if you have a PhD from the university, and you've studied military operations, and you know about the welfare state, uh, then you're an expert, and you get a big job in Washington. So th this is... This is what's bad, but experts, the so-called experts, can't know what people want because even when an individual has control of this, they make mistakes. But the big difference is the mistakes an individual makes in a free society affects that individual.
it's a very much close at home. But the people who either do it for sinister reasons or because they think they really are experts and they can do a good job, it, when they make mistakes, wow, that means a lot of punishment, a lot of spending. And until that, uh, those, those experts are refuted, and right now I would say uh, uh, some of the activity of the last couple of years uh, with COVID, we still have a long way to do, go because of a lot of mis, uh, misinformation. But the people are starting to, <clears throat> to wake up and say, well, maybe what they told about these masks and these vaccines, if they look around, uh, they can find out there are questions. The, the least people should be looking at in that regard is at least have an honest debate. And there's more of that going on too. But they can't know what's best. And that's, that's the reason why it's so much better to have uh, the expertise finally be put in the laps of the individual who wants to be a free person and not say, well, the government will take care of us. They, it will provide peace and prosperity for us. So I don't really have to worry about it. You know, we had a crisis with COVID and I got a check in the mail for $1,600. You know, that, that sort of thing. That, that doesn't work. And it finally leads, leads to a moral and a financial bankruptcy. Fantastic, Dr. Paul. Yeah, and they operate under this false idea that these experts will remove risk out of life. Actually, that's their inroad. They try to make you feel comfortable. They'll make the, they'll make the decisions for you. Uh, you know, your job is to obey. But it's impossible to remove risk. It's impossible to remove costs. Every single action we make has risks and has costs. Uh, that's that's a fact of life that we have to deal with until we die and it won't be eliminated. But they sell this as you just sit back and these expertise people uh, will tell you how to live. You obey and you better obey. We saw in COVID or you can lose your job. They'll start putting the squeeze on you if you don't do what they say and don't even dare go snooping around, you know, looking around at other ideas like the Ron Paul Liberty Report. That's misinformation. And, uh, you know, that needs to be silenced. And, you know, Dr. Paul and Daniel, on yesterday's show, they pointed out how open they are now. Politicians are openly calling for censorship of like Joe Rogan. Uh, you know, they're, they're not even pretending that there's a Bill of Rights there, which shows how confident they seem to be that no one else even cares. So it's pretty scary, but this is their philosophy. They say you do and do not question. And, you know, that's tyranny in a nutshell. And again, tyranny is not the way it's supposed to be, especially not in this country. You know, when a society or a government or a people accept the notion that uh, there will be experts come to our rescue, uh, the real trouble starts. But that, that ability to do so because the problems keep getting worse, the bankruptcy keeps getting worse, you have to see, or you will see an accumulation of more and more power uh, in, into uh, the government. And uh, it's sort of like the monetary system, the worse it gets, the more money they need, the more debt they need, and the more regulators they have to have, and uh, the more you have to depend on the Federal Reserve. And it, but, it, but, it, but it's all an illusion, but they need power, power and money, and that's when it really gets corrupt because you see, you see the military-industrial complex and the combination of big money with big business and now even with the lockdown on COVID, there was a combination of uh, the big corporations cooperation, cooperating with big government. And uh, this, this was, uh, you know, 
it's, it sort of smells like and it's getting close to being a fascist system. It certainly is corporatism. You know, the corporations are making money off of most of it. This is a far cry from, from uh, understanding the warning of John Adams because he said the, the Constitution it can work, uh, but it's not going to work on its own. You have to have a moral people. The people have to, you know, be willing to assume responsibilities and uh, look at the general rules. And the general rules for the founders and so many libertarian-leaning people today is that, that you can't force people. You can't force people to do things. You can't use force and intimidation. But that's what government's all about. Everything is done by force. All the good things they do is done with a gun. Oh, what do you mean? That's not true. How many times has a person come to the, uh, your office or your door with a gun? Well, did you ever get a letter from the IRS? <laughs> they knock on the door. I'll tell you what. When I see the IRS an envelope there, I better read this thing. No, and it's intimidation, and that's how they collect the money. And then there's the collusion of big business. So then the combination and the confusion comes because I thought big business was free enterprise. And you see them purposely distorting this. I, I think we saw not too long ago the Speaker of the House said, oh, I can do that. Uh, I, I can use inside information to make more money because that's free enterprise. I mean that's that's where that's where it is putting putting all that a lot a lot of confusion because the goal there is to maintain power and they need it uh, power because the people will wake up or the bankruptcy will demand that you quit doing it and that's probably the way this whole thing is going to work I'd like to suggest that uh, we return the need and the activity of experts on how to live our lives return to the people and it's possible uh, that we can move in that direction. We have our ups and downs, but uh, the whole the whole thing is is most likely under today's circumstances we have a ways to do, go to curtail you know the influence of the experts from Washington D.C.s, which have they have inundated inundated our entire society. So it's time that we uh, inundate uh, the people's minds with the principles of liberty. Very good, Dr. Paul. I will finish up with my closing statement and uh, highlight a few of the things that you mentioned. Largely, uh, all of this operates as an illusion and a delusion because uh, the delusion is that men believe that they can organize and order the world themselves. And this idea is not anything new. It goes way back, probably to the very beginning. But, you know, only so much could be done. But uh, recent, recent, even the last couple hundred years with industrialization and technology and communication, these all had wonderful uh, things, uh, blessings in our lives, so to speak, uh, but also comes at a very uh, big cost because people that have accumulated power and money, you know, they delude themselves into thinking that they can control everything because they can control machines, robots, computers, these things obey, they say, and th these things obey. But then you have the problem of people. People have free will. We could say no. And that is a problem for people who want to order and organize the world. You know, we, we could mess up their plans just by saying no, which is what probably behind the word love is probably uh, the most powerful word, you know, out there, just being able to say no. 
So that's that's a big problem for those who want to organize the world. So what are they? What are some of the things we read in the headlines? They they actually want to turn humans into machines. Now, why would you want to do that? Because machines obey. They don't question. They don't look for other ideas. They just say yes and they obey. So you have people that are trying to basically be a creator, and that's why all this falls apart. It's impossible. These are human beings. And you know they ultimately run up against the truth, which knocks them down hard. Uh, but in the meantime, look at what has been done over these last few years. You have this massive suffering. You have death. You have destruction. That's the, that's what uh, comes from these delusions. The people pay for it for these you know for these big huge mistakes. Like Dr. Paul says, there's only one way out of this. It's not complicated. It's very easy. It's the ideas of liberty. It's the only way. There are no shortcuts or loopholes. We either will want to be free or we will not and then suffer the consequences. We always have to have the confidence and the conviction to use that powerful word, no. Very, very good, Chris. You know, we, we know that when there's problems out there, the people, unfortunately, right now still think that uh, it wasn't the government's fault as much as saying, what's the government going to do for me? Send me a check. It wasn't the government. Uh, the government isn't being blamed. But more so, eventually, the government will get blamed the, <laughs> the worse the conditions get. <clears throat> and the one thing, what's happening today with these experts, uh, you know, faking it along, conditions are getting worse. There's more chaos now, and that chaos has to be contained with, uh, with more far force and power and elimination of liberties. That's why there's, a, a, you know, a really a, a large rebellion against uh, these mandates right now, people. And it isn't that they're ag against something that is good, what they are. They're for their liberties. They don't need it. They don't need the government telling them. So there, there is a time when the people will finally uh, speak out against it. But, you know, the bureaucrat never gives up, though. They, they, um, they, they go through uh, self-deception. And the, polit the politician is always much more important to themselves than to the other people. You know, uh, they, they, they think that they uh, have conquered it. Yes, they might concede a few things. Yes, this takes a little bit of taxation. And this takes a little bit of regulation. But we, have, we will monitor and take care of it. And we will always respect you, you know, uh, civil liberties, which is a bunch of baloney, you know, they, they, say, they deceive themselves into believing that. But, you know, when, when I uh, get to the point where I think it's getting to be a lost cause, and I don't have many lost causes because I keep thinking people, people could be made better if they have a awakening up to the part of what, what truth really is. But uh, when, when you see the politician, especially those in power, who uh, are very vocal on saying, well, you know, we can go to war without a declaration because it's our national security. How often do they use national security to do so many very evil things? Oh, yes, we were in the Middle East, not only for national security, but to protect our liberties. Now, figure that out, you know. And the, the part that gets to me eventually, there's a lot of participation at all levels of enthusiasm, but it's when that individual who had a lot to say about this could have stopped it. It went badly. People died. People got crippled. The country goes bankrupt. And there is absolutely no shame at all.
Mm-hmm. No shame at all. They did everything right, and uh, and they ha- they will have an excuse. But they are psychologically incapable of ever admitting that because they would have to say, you know, I am a criminal. You know, and uh, there there is a place in Christianity to handle that, but they're they're nowhere close to that. They they will come up with excuses, and uh, it, and they will work harder to change history to make sure that they don't get blamed for it. Erase the bad stuff. You know, I was reading a story just yesterday about how they're still erasing any traces to the fact that the FCIA most likely was involved in the Kennedy assassination. They're still erasing things because they don't want to, they don't want to see that. They want to protect their reputation. So this, this is, a, this is a, 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 not a new problem. It's been with us throughout all of history. But I think the whole concept of uh, believing that there is a higher law is important, that people should know what is right and wrong. And the system that we have today numbs the politician who caused it. And they have to back, they get their back up to the wall and they become more defensive. And in order to cancel out the bad effects of one war, they go ahead and start another war. So this is uh, this has to, this cycle has to uh, be broken, but it's been around for a long time. I would say it began with the first recording of history, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't try. Maybe this is what all life is about: is being challenged, you know, by a higher law, higher than the Constitution, that there is an, an ability for man to know right and wrong, and an ability to know that killing and murder is wrong and stealing. All these things, I think they knew it. If you read uh, the, the Bible all the way back and prior to the Bible, they recognize these things, uh, that uh, there was a, such a thing as right and wrong. But today, if you look at it, I mean, just you, you could probably make a pretty good case for what, for what I'm saying. It's just looking at the Justice Department in our own government. You know, it's been, uh, you know, a little bit corrupted here in the last few years. So that, that, is, that is something else. But I still believe that the majority of people, they actually do know right and wrong. And most people might have a tin of, uh, of, of, uh, of sociopathy, but they're not wild-eyed absolutists when it comes to being a sociopath. But a lot of them like to make the excuses. But I, I think it's easy to sort it out. You know, the rules and raw laws in a free society, they, everybody, the case that the opposition makes is, oh, that's chaotic. There'll be riots in the streets. Oh, you mean like now? <laughs> no, no. If we don't, if we, uh, if we get, if you allow to have a free society, you'll have riots. Yeah, of course there's riots on the street because uh, they don't honor anything about property. So this is, this is something that, uh, uh, people have to realize, and you know, the whole thing about what's going on on this culture of Marxism, because very deliberately and very clearly, the Marxists of old and the Marxists of today have a firm philosophic belief, not a miscellaneous belief, but they do not believe that there is such a thing as truth. There is no such a thing as right and wrong, murder is wrong, this or that. They don't think, believe it exists. They become the arbiter of what they say is right or wrong, and therefore what they're 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 operating in a holy fashion. And quite frankly, you hear more analogies today than ever before that some of this movement appears to be like a religion, and uh, that has to give it consideration. 
But just a couple rules. Rejection of the initiation of force against another person. When people do things that aren't harmful to you, even though you don't like what they do, be a little bit more tolerant, you know, and try to persuade them. And whether it's a foreign country or a neighbor, you know, a peaceful approach is much better. Persuasion and setting an example, I think, is a much better way to approach the ideas and to promote peace and prosperity. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the Liberty Report. Please come back soon.